this week on the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. Remember that they were testing at that exact moment, and it kind of fused him with this car. It fused his DNA with the car DNA. It's like if Danny Phantom. I was also thinking they, Danny Phantom. If, if it was in Danny Phantom and they had like a, a car zone, an auto zone, if you will, <laughs> that they <laughs> that they were trapping automobiles in. Skulker's just a Hummer. <laughs> Hey kids, it's time for the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast! Here's a problem. A lot of these quotes aren't powerful, and the, the ones that are, are in media that merits it. I don't know, there's some, there's some wacky Like, having a good there. line in Star Wars isn't, like, stupid. But Star Wars is stupid. That's true, but most people don't think it is. I guess. The same thing with, like, oh, Dark Souls. It's like, yeah, of course. There's, like, a ton of fucking dialogue in, in Dark Souls that's, like, heavy and mysterious. Well, yeah, I think the ones that stand out are the Tumblr ones. Yes, those are great. Because everyone on Tumblr is a, a fucking literary nerd and a writer. Mm-hmm. And look, there's some BDG on there. Oh, yeah. So there's a McElroy. There's a couple of McElroys on there. Remember when we won that feud? We did. I showed up to the Target parking lot. Where were you? I thought it was Kmart. Kmart park. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Hey, guys. I just wanted to say it seems like there was some miscommunication. <laughs> uh, some wires got crossed. Uh, that was a whoopsie on my part. They were just at the other, uh, they were They were just at the other end of the strip mall the entire time. The same abandoned mall. Never the two shall meet. Just like Romeo and Juliet. Just like your name. Kimi no Nawa. Omaiwa mo Shinderu. It's a spoiler from uh, like three months from now. (laughs) If the prophecy were true, it would just be called history by now. I don't know about that one. I'm working on it. I'm 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 building my set list for cool things to say. For quote con? For quote con. For your stand up quoting? That's just yeah. a TED talk. That, no, that's just a fucking um slam poetry. The only slam poetry I watch is I I, I, I would watch wrestling. <laughs> I would watch slam poetry if it involved combat in any sort. Like it's kind of a it's kind of a but they're selling they're selling us a false uh, image. Where's body slam poetry? Body slam poetry, for real. All right, do you think we're capable of recording an episode? Oh my god, I hope so because I I am pressed for time. So we'll we'll see what we come up with. I've been recording I'm, for seven minutes. So I've been recording for nine. Excellent. But I feel like I might as well just delete it. We're not. I don't. Oh. I'm this. This isn't gonna stay in the episode. You know what? You can do it. Go for it. This is your audio. All right. You. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, God knows I what sh- you're going to do with it, but yeah. Yeah. Did I say anything um, problematic in there? No, nothing. Nothing. Uh, I'm going to look up Turbo Team so I can remember the names of the characters. I know the name. There's the main character's four name was like, characters. The main character's name was like Bruce Willis or something. Matthew Broderick. What? Something. Weirdly, Brett you Math- got closer Brett, there. Brett, no, I know. It's like Brett Matthews, right? Yeah. There you go. Old Turbo two team. first names. Turbo team. Matthew Bretts. Matt Matthew Bretts. Matthew <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brett Matthews. This dude's rolling in T's. Turbo Teen Brett Matthews. Are you kidding me? He does have four T's in his name. He's got so many T's. Leave some T's for the rest of us, buddy. It Come is tea time. Is, it, is he British? Because it's tea time for <laughs> Brett Matthews. This is beyond. <laughs> Good morning, guys, gals, and pals. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. I am your host, Jesse, alongside my co-host, Morgan. Morgan, do you feeling... Uh, <laughs> I don't have a good lead There's no joke uh, here. Oh, God. The- do you want to go for a ride? Do you want to yes, cruise? Yes, the answer is yes. Yeah, yes and. It's It's been a hot minute. It, it, it has. We're, we our schedules become more lack lackadaisical because our real life That's schedules are less lackadaisical. That's also by a, a long shot. Lackadaisical, he says. 
That's what that's the thing I take to help me shit a days ago. <laughs> so what's fun about this episode is that this is actually our second request episode in a row. Because our last episode was a request to watch Pac-Man again for some godforsaken reason. Yeah, three years ago. And then this this episode, we have been recommended by a true star of the podcast by being one of the few people who regularly listen to the podcast, Big Pointer, who this time has recommended us something that isn't visual vomit. Big Pointer, serial recommender of trash garbage. And I guess we can go into if this is as trash garbage as the prior two uh, shows that he recommended. If you recall, the, the, if you're caught up on your big pointer lore, uh, that <laughs> that he he recommended we watch Supermount for awesome, whatever it was called, right? Uh-huh. And uh, it we liked it more than we thought we would. Surprisingly, it was surprisingly quite funny. It looked abysmal. It looked like my eyeballs was, to this day have not forgiven me for the sins I've committed. Upon no, them. it was. However, it was pretty. It was funny. Dis- despite the paint, it was pretty funny. Unfortunately, Big Pointer 7 has also recommended to us Problem Solvers. He did, which was also visual vomit, and I'm still having seizures. And also, unlike Super Mountain Fort Awesome, was not good. It was not funny. No, no, there wasn't much there, to be honest with you. But uh, Big Pointer 7 has taken mercy upon us and has instead recommended to us a show from the 80s, which maybe you can make an argument is ugly, but it's not... It's not that. It's not what it what we've watched. It's not the visual equivalent of diarrhea. I feel like you didn't know where you were going when you started that sentence, I, but you decided you find out there. I didn't. And that, and but then we we took the journey together and we're all better for it. We found out that friendship was the true treasure along the way. Speaking of friendship, Turbo Teen, for those of you who don't know, which is I assume many people because I think the show's pronounced Turbotin. Turbotin? Turbotin. Turbotin. So Turbotin. Yeah. Is, it, it's, this might be one on a pile of infinity 80s shows that have the same exact concept with a slight alteration, right? It's just going to be, hey, these teenagers and their pet are going to solve crime in some way, shape, or form. And there will be light action. And there's a dog. Yeah, right. The dog. The dog's name is Rusty. Isn't... It's a good dog. It's probably the best character in the show. Yeah. Um, and even even me saying on the pile of those cartoons, we can add an addendum to that on the pile of Ruby Spears Productions cartoons. There was something, you know, we, we hear all the time that animation is expensive. We watch these cartoons and it really feels like animation is not expensive and is a thing you can just shit out by the hundreds. It. It really makes you think, if animation's so expensive, why does so much garbage exist? How can it possibly yeah. be the case? If animation's so hard, why does Ruby Spears do it? Continuously. M- Mr. Spears, first name Ruby, why does he do it? And why does he get away with so much schlock? I submit to you, viewer, then listener, that animation is easy and everyone who does it is lazy. I... I think the judging all- by this show, this is the only show I've ever watched. This is the Plato's uh, cave of shows to me. And this is, and I've determined all animation from this guy who has only watched turbo teen watching fast and the furious. Hey, it's giving me a lot of turbo teen vibes. <laughs> it's giving me a lot of turbo teen vibes. And I guess, I don't know, maybe it's a write off or something. I don't know. This show, it only aired for 13 episodes in 1984. There's no, I know oftentimes when we do episodes of things from the past, I have some wacky revelation of, oh, it turns out this is getting a movie next year, or, oh, this is actually a 20-part saga, or just weird shit. No, there's actually, Turbo Teen is just the most minor dribble of piss on the underwear of history. That is, this is just all some, this show is. This is just some corpse we found in a box in the back room that that just no one's talked about for years and years and years. Just dusted it off. Said this'll be good for a laugh. And I did laugh sometimes while watching. And we're gonna and when we're done, we're gonna put this corpse back in the box and place it uh back in the uh back room for future generations to find. Yeah, Morgan and I to this day will still occasionally talk about King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Or at least 
on my mind, Rubik's the Amazing Cube occasionally uh, rears its cubular head. But I feel as though Turbo Teen has left no impression on me, will leave no impression on me, and will never leave an impression on anyone ever. Maybe except for a handful of screenshots. We watched like three episodes and I so and I think only one of them I feel like I really enjoyed, right? Uh, the um the video game one was the one I re- I thought was really funny and had a lot of funny bits from beginning to end, you know. Um not because it was written funny, obviously. It was just terrible. But um the other stuff was just bo- the other two episodes were fucking boring was part of it. And the funniest thing in that would happen and it happens in every single episode is that the fucking it's a show about a kid who fucking more anamorphs into a car and okay. and and <laughs> and the show's about him being a car and solving crime as a self-driving car with his two and friends also in his, his car visage who don't drive him instead of it being about a kid who drives a car it's about a kid who becomes a car because that's that's more unique. I don't relate to that as a teen. I find you know, this is going to sound fucking okay. insane. I'm gonna, this is going to sound fucking insane, but I feel as though I would relate to this more <laughs> if uh, from the car's perspective <laughs> than the teen's perspective. This is like this is like Funko Pops, right? I'm not I'm not buying a Batman Funko Pop because I like Batman. I'm buying them because I like Funko Pops. But Turbo Teen, I don't like I'm not watching the show because I like teens. It's because I like cars. And I and I and I want to be that car, not this teen. I don't give a shit about Brett Matthews and his and his uh fucking daily life struggles of well you have to think that this show isn't made to be relatable as a teen or a car it's made because we're we're gonna pump out this kind of show we're gonna we need we need content for the abc network saturday morning block right and so whatever we got a mystery team what's their gimmick i don't know man the fucking uh fucking uh knight rider's popular let's have the kid turn into a car that looks like knight rider it's like legally distinct knight rider what if Knight Rider was also Kit? What if Knight Rider just turned into Kit every episode? But conditionally. With yes. very specific heavy conditions. By Ronma rules. By Ronma one-half rules. That's a reference I don't even get. Because you're not cool, Bomi. Because you're not cool. I guess. I'm not cool enough to watch anime. So let's, I guess... Let's talk about what happened in the show. And it's explained very succinctly in the fantastic, wonderful opening that I honest to God don't remember if there's an actual theme song. I think it's one of those shows that's just, here's the opening. Here's what the, it's just a narration, right? Here's the plot and we move on. There's no, we're not trying to get your attention. We're just explaining. It's kind of Silverhawks, right? I know, yeah. Silverhawks had and, a and- opening. No, I'm yeah, wrong about that. and uh, and Jesse's uh, and Jesse's editing this episode, so he'll be putting this opening right here. Jesse has just learned that he's editing this episode. <laughs> I'm Brett Matthews. It was a stormy night when a bolt of lightning forced me off the road. My car skidded into a government laboratory where a top secret experiment was underway. I swerved into the path of Dr. Chase's molecular transfer ray, causing me and my car to become one. The incredible Turbo Team! <laughs> I'm gonna be traveling for the next few days, so you're editing this episode. Oh. All right, this is going to be a fun one, ladies and gentlemen. There's going to be some <laughs> wacky woohoo sound effects like this one. <laughs> so what happened in the show, and I don't, we didn't watch the first episode. I can't really tell if we watched which episode we watched. They're kind of just scattershot on YouTube. The episode, I, I don't know if the episode has an origin because they tell you straight up front, like, oh, he... <laughs> the Okay, so the things that happen that, that like, lead to him being able to turn into a car are, they're so... Like impossibly impossible coincidences stacked on top of each other over and over again. That on some level you have to believe that Breath Matthews wanted to, this to happen. Like he planned to become a car in this instance. On some level, he wanted this accident to happen. Well, which he, who of us do he, don't want that to happen? He drove. He was driving around on a rainy night. Uh, was uh, coming around the bend, 
as soon as a lightning bolt was uh, striking a branch above him, causing him to veer off course off the cliff and landing safely into a into like a, a military base and then drive through that wall of the military base into a, right in front of the particle accelerator or whatever that they were testing at that exact moment. And it kind of fused him with this car. It fused his DNA with the car DNA. It's like if Danny Phantom. I was also thinking they, Danny Phantom. If, if it was in Danny Phantom and they had like a, a car zone, an auto zone, if you will, <laughs> that they <laughs> that they were trapping automobiles in. Skulker's just a Hummer. <laughs> and actually, it's a molecular transfer ray. Danny Fender? <laughs> Or like Danny Bender. <laughs> uh, and that's that's it. That he just he he at, he whoops a daisies his way into a a science beam which combines car and man. But it doesn't. It's not like so. As we're watching this, I thought for a second, is this where Futurama got the idea for that one episode where Bender turns into a wear car from? The answer is the no. answer is fucking no. The answer is no. <laughs> No, that's clear. It's a fucking. That's the Stephen King book, A Streetcar Named Desire, bro. Don't you read? Guess you're right. <laughs> I guess you're right. Wait, what's the name of the car actually in the the, the book's title? It's not. I want to say. Listen, I know it's just a woman's name, so I want to say Carrie, but I know that's not the Stephen King book. <laughs> It's like Charlene or something or some shit. I think you're mixing up the name with all different, uh, all different like Stephen King novel characters. Well, no, Streetcar Named Desire is not Stephen King. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what. Well, no, the, but the fuck names that... are pulling up. The names are pulling out of your ass. No, it's Christine. Well, Isn't it Christine? Yeah, Christine. Christine. I was close. Don't say I was pulling that out of my ass. No, because isn't what did you say? You said like Char uh, Charlene, 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 which I don't think is a Stephen King anything. But who knows? He's he he shits out books like Ruby Spears shits out cartoons. So like he's the Ruby Spears Mediocrely. of horror novels. Oh, I like Stephen King. So so yeah. Come on, not, this podcast and defend yourself, Stephen King. Do what you won't. Stop <laughs> stop fighting with Elon fight Musk me. on Twitter. And fight me. Fight instead. me out. Fight me outside the Kmart parking lot. Oh, I'm writing it down. Kmart. Kmart parking, parking lot. Not the Target parking lot. No. We have no idea if the McElroy showed up at the uh, at the at the Kmart parking lot because we showed up at the Target one. So that's on a, us. It was a big mix up. That yeah, that's that's our fault. I, I accept that, L. So it's not. It's the car transformation is not, and this is important because it's a plot point in every single episode. It's not just this thing he can do at will. It's not this. It's not by by the full moon. It's not when the planets align. It he it's transforms. It's not when he has a sword. It says words. No, he doesn't shoot up a sword that says war. It's not when you know once a month when he gets his his man flow. It's just it's when he becomes hot in any way. Just whether that means he's like hot under blankets, a slice of rogue pizza lands upon his head. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, uh, I I swear I think there was one where yeah he danced too hard and got sweaty. I think. Oh yeah, and then he danced as a car outside, which was hilarious. <laughs> it was that was so fucking funny. I oh can't believe God. you said these episodes are boring. The, the the first one we watched was fucking boring. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but um, so so that's how he transforms into a car. However, the transformation back into a man, the the Splatoon esque. Uh, you're a man, you're a car, you're a man now, comes when he gets cold. It's it's temperature-based transformation. It's like those mugs that you get that once you fill them with coffee, they would become different uh, colors. It's um, it's it's interesting because they don't explain what the exact Fahrenheit is, right? Like, I, that's what I'm curious to know, is if he comes into contact with anything over 98.6, like in the summers, in like a, in, if he's like in Arizona in the summers, then he seems... I, I think he's like like uh, Southwest uh, country. He doesn't seem to be in New York City. No, I, I could see him. I could see him like rolling around in Tucson, right? Like that makes sense to me. Well, we saw the city he was in, and there's random parts of it that just have the most crumbling infrastructure and abandoned locations. That my assumption is Jersey. He was in the desert for one episode. Briefly. Um. Yeah, and I wanna and I wonder 
if just being in the dry, arid air in the desert, that's if it's above 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit, is he just going to always be a car? Well, it's like you have to wonder, does he have to live like a vampire? Just avoid the sun at all costs. And then you get into, you know, different ideas of, well, he broke dance too hard in one episode. And that caused him to turn into a car. So that implies any He's exercise. on the track and field team. How yeah. could he do? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, I bet Wait a car a would minute. do really good at track and field. It does a lot of things that I did not expect a car to be really good at. Like it does a lot dance. of things. There's a lot of things that they do as car Brett Matthews. as tur- <laughs> All right. Uh, also, he, what's fucking stupid about this stupid. is the car is named. This is the one thing about this that is stupid. The car is uh, named Turbo Team. Got him. <laughs> the car is named Turbo Team. So when they're like, who, they're like, what do you know about Turbo Team? They don't know that they know that as a sentient car. They're like, there's just some like kit driving around. That's a car that, um, that, uh, has a voice and everything. That's turbo teen. Brett Matthews is not turbo teen. No, what's important is that it's a secret identity kind of thing. He's effectively but a the superhero. car is turbo teen. So it's like when they see a car with no driver there and they call themselves turbo teen, they don't think that there's some team controlling it in some way. No, everyone just calls goes, turbo teen. It's not just like a cool car, it's turbo teen. No, everyone goes, There's turbo teen, the talking car, the talking <laughs> sentient car. You know, I never really thought about it, but it's kind of weird we call it that his name's turbo teen, right? Do you think we should look into that at all? <laughs> it's not turbo car. That car is a te- that's a teenage car. That car is aged 13 to 18. And also, if it's a turbo teen, that's like, that's like, it's, it's coming to classic car age soon, you know? It's, but I, I mean, there's a lot you go into. You talk about, we see the car do things that cars won't, and Morgan mentioned this a lot while we were watching, but there's almost never a reason for him to be a car and not just a man. There, there's like, um... What's a good example? Um, well, he had to sneak away from the villain who is a, a dark rider, who's a dude in a monster truck. He's just we don't. He's just Claw from Inspector Gadget there, in a monster truck. There's just an, an enigmatic figure in a monster truck chasing him around at various points. Yeah, voiced by Frank Welker, who is also the voice of Claw from Inspector Gadget, and Scooby Doo, and Fred Jones. Who? Oh, Fred Jones. He was a serial killer. Oh, it's like Fred Durst. Yeah. And so he has to sneak away from this thing. So we have this bit of this stupid fucking classic car hiding behind a lamppost or some bullshit as a monster (laughs) truck drives by it. And you just go, well, why you gotta be a car? And it stands up, right? And there's this (laughs) point where they're they're like strafing on the side of a cliff as a car. And then they, and it gets turned back to a person and then they're still strafing on the side of a cliff even though it was it was clearly wide enough for a car to strafe on you have never seen a more dexterous car in your career in your and they're life. like oh man it it's uh they're like how are we gonna cross this ice let's get it turbo team can't cross that ice he if he does if he does he'll he'll get cold and then he'll turn back into a human i know Let's jump on a box, have the box break, and perfectly have the b- planks of wood uh, align with the wheels on the car so we slide across that on the car instead of fucking walking across the ice. Okay, two things. First of all, a very almost identical scene happens in Bayonetta 3, and it's hilarious. And secondly, <laughs> secondly, he couldn't turn back into a person because he had to stop the Chinese and or Russian and or Confederate uh, army from storming Washington, D.C. They weren't going to storm Washington, D.C. They were going to freeze the White House. No, no, no. They were going to freeze the river, the Potomac (laughs) River, to get to the White House. They they did that. They brought a freeze ray, and their plan was to freeze the Potomac Potomac River so they could cross it with their tanks. Because as you know, the Washington, the White House is completely surrounded by a moat, the Potomac River. So there's no way to cross it by land. Therefore, you have to freeze it with your freeze ray to get there. And then he's like, and I'm going to freeze the fucking White House. And then they freeze the Abraham Lincoln Lincoln Memorial. Memorial, And then the black character, Alex, is like, oh, he's going to pay for that. He does specifically point out, like, nah, you're not getting away with that one, chief. Uh -uh. That's my president. 
Hashtag my guy. Ugh. <laughs> that episode is the funniest thing because of all... It's the most... I don't know. It's the laziest invasion plot you could imagine. And that's the episode that starts... That's the episode Morgan liked because that's the one that starts as a video game episode. Because <laughs> they just... And- do the thing where we're oh my god where brett's playing a, a video game an arcade game uh him and alex are going crazy at this arcade game and the the girl of the group patty is getting drier by the second and they're playing mm. and all of a sudden someone throws a slice of pizza on brett's head <laughs> so he turns into a car but he goes nah i ain't done with my set yet hook me in <laughs> so he plugs the aux cord from himself into the arcade like fucking Mega Man Net Warriors, bro. And fucking like, and I gotta ask, what body part is that? Is that his dick? Is, is that, but also, but more likely, is that just like his veins? Is he hooking up his veins to this to this computer? Yeah, okay. To this, and, uh, to this arcade and important, cabinet. Important to note, that the way he transforms after he is exposed to the heat, and the cold, I guess, it works We did ways. not mention this yet. It's, no, it's, but it's, 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 it's a Sailor Moon-esque thing where you see every part of him transform. You see his by, hands by saying Sailor Moon in the same sentence. The absolute <laughs> sacrilege. You see his hands turn into tires, and then you see him assume the position, get on all fours <laughs> as his as his dumpy turns into the <laughs> turns into the trunk. His face elongates horrifically. It's so brutal. It's, it's actually so- like body horror. And it's and it's honestly, I'm thoroughly impressed that they that they did that, right? Like, it would have been way easier to just cut, cut to him being a car. It's like, okay, I'm the car now. It's just me. do Turbo like a team. fade wipe or whatever, and yeah. whatever car, <laughs> just like one like frame one man, frame two car, done. Call it. But that's that's something that interest is a very strong word. Not really want to use that word, but that's something that is notable about this show is that. Morgan asks a little bit earlier, oh, I wonder what specific temperature it takes to transform from point A to point B. And that that is one of those questions you ask with a show that presents you with a weird concept like this, where you kind of have to go, okay, let's think about the nitty little details. This I'm show, playing by your rules. I'm, I'm, listen, yeah. I'm the, I'm not the asshole here. You, I, I'm, I'm, I'm playing along with your fucking fantasy world, bro. You're the idiot. I'm, 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 I'm appeasing you. All right. So give me so give me answers. Yeah. Show me your hard magic uh, uh, rule set in this show. Soft magic is for cowards. Soft magic fucking sucks, bro. Harry Potter's lame. And what this show does is it surprisingly answers some questions that I did have. For example, what happens if when he's a car, half of him gets cold? Oh no, this does happen. And it turns out only that half will transform back. So there's this weird, weird fucking scene where the front of him is covered in ice. And so the front from torso up, he's like a car centaur. He's a cent car. His torso up turns back into man. He's got to pull it like a chariot walking on his hands as his his entire like torso is stretched into a car that his friends are still, are still sitting in. And, and it's, and it's like, it's 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 just it's just nobody horrors. acknowledges like nobody acknowledges the fucking like uh the fucking um the horrific like goo monster he's become. They're like, oh man, this sucks. Now we'll never stop the bad guy. He's not like I'm in unimaginable pain. My organs are half metallic. My veins are filled with gasoline. That doesn't happen. They're like, oh, shucks. Golly gee, Rusty, don't piss on the chairs. No, what the fuck? How could nobody be working on this? I mean, this is horrific. This is a nightmare. This is Kafka-esque. This is, uh... This is truly a nightmare on wheels. <laughs> it actually, it reminds me of uh, this book I'm reading where there's a ghost that materializes <laughs> as it, uh... And as it's materializing, it's a ghost, so it's just, you know, in a wall, but it materializes fully without realizing where it is, and it cuts itself in half, uh, like, vertically. And dies. Yeah, yeah it fucking and dies. Dies as a ghost. Yeah. Ghost so it's dies. Like, well, like, whatever. So it's like, the front half of its body just falls down, and the back half is in a wall that they have to peel out. They have to, like, tear the wall down and take out his guts and stuff that were cut in half. And that's one of those things where it's like, okay, I never considered what would happen here, but thank you for telling me, I guess. 
Thanks for clarifying this this horrible, horrible thing. Man, eh. what else? What else is there to talk about? It, it's it's frustrating because it's kind of it's very quick to say, okay, the bad guy's doing this. And then the episodes just like, okay, car shenanigans that don't need to be car shenanigans, but they're just car shenanigans from now on. And it's just like, and he just keeps going like, uh, like he, like people grappling hooked him as a car and he's like, well, I'll take him for a spin. And he spins around and it's, and it's just shit like that for 15 minutes out of the 20 minute cartoon. It's just so much car combat. It is a lot of car combat, and I like Rocket League. I like Rocket League as much as the next guy. But are you telling me that Rocket League would be less impressive if they were self-driving cars? The idea that there's little men in there experiencing all that G-force is what does it for me. I Well, here's the thing. Let's get into the, the concept of what a self-driving car with that level of consciousness is. Because uh, I think there was a point where uh oh fuck i forgot so in the first episode god damn it in the first episode we watched was the specific episode that big pointer requested we watch motherfucker the main character develops amnesia <laughs> he develops car amnesia he, he forgets that he it's so funny because they find they so these these uh, mexican teens because they're in like mexico or whatever right they're in these ancient mayan ruins and uh, these mexican teens just find them and they're uh, they're like Oh my God! Look at this car. This is crazy. And he and he's like, "What car? Where?" It, it, from the car bo- uh, voice box, he, right? He, and he's like, "I'm not a car. I'm a real boy." If I if I was a car, could I shift my gears like this? He basically goes through the the. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? It's you're a car, Brett. I'm not a car. I'm a teen. I'm a teen boy. No teen and, boy, Brett. You're a car. And uh, so. He, uh, they drive into town and accidentally crash, uh, into a fountain, turning him back into a boy. And what I wanted to see was him, like, getting on all fours and then walking around like that, thinking he was still a car because he had forgotten that he was a real boy. I wanted the reverse where he, where, yeah, he, he doesn't get boy amnesia. He gets car or no, he gets, he gets, oh God, what does he have? Does he have car amnesia or boy amnesia? He has, he has boy amnesia as a car, but I want him to have car amnesia as a boy. Yeah, that's right. I'm confused yeah. by my own statement. <laughs> I'm, I'm very confused. I think I just said he the same forget, thing you did, he but does longer, forget, and I'm confused. He does forget how to drive, which which frustrates me because that means that should be him forgetting. That should mean he forgets how to walk, too. Yeah. If he's a car, listen, don't half-ass him being a car. He and the car are one. Uh, that's the thing, as, as stated by the claw in the one episode where they where they where the car they have a car chase in a building because also th- we haven't said yet every single you know how you're playing a Sonic the Hedgehog game and you're in like New York City and there's like a three loop de loops on the fucking uh, on the LIE right like that's just the LIE bro <laughs> I know but it's like it, but I hate it because clearly this road was made for Sonic the Hedgehog and it's adding an hour and a half to my to my to ride my home yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like this world's clearly made for Sonic. Why are all doors <laughs> and why are all doorways and ceilings and and rooms in this in the show made for cars? Because they're just going in and out of doors and buildings constantly, bro. Even a lot of that- plot takes place in buildings in this. No, even more than that, because I can hand wave that easily. I can say they're in a car mall or some shit, right? That I can hand wave with the greatest of ease. You wouldn't even believe. However. What I find a little bit more difficult to hand wave is when he's in his own house and accidentally whoopsie daisies into a car somehow. And then they have to sneak his car self past his mom where him and Alex <laughs> are trying to sneak him into the kitchen, which is the, the, the door to the kitchen. All right, viewer, listen, if you're at home, I want you to get up right now. Go to a doorway in your house and then determine, can I fit my fucking 2007 Chevy through this through this door frame? Your answer is probably going to be no. but. What the show wants you to believe is that this this fucking Knight Rider Pontiac Trans Am fat ass can go through his own kitchen all the time. So there's a scene where they're where they're having this chasing with the um, the Dark Rider, right? 
and um he uh they chase him through the building through this construction site and um he uh the dark rider lays down cattle troughs right like uh, road spikes and um he um brett the turbo teen drives over them and pops his tires and crashes into like a sink in this like abandoned in this abandoned building gets water on him he turns back into a human the, and then he's like, oh, let's get out of here. And they climb through a window, which is what they should be doing all the time in a chase scene. Because because then he's going to drive by and be like, oh, teens, have you seen any turbo teens around here? It's like, no, just us non-turbo teens walking around. All right, well, let me know if you see any turbo teens. And then you drive by. That's the way you end every chase scene in this show. Anyways, <laughs> he finds us and, and they're like, all right, let's get out of here. We got to get to school. And then the dark rider walks out of his car, his monster truck that also fits in this building. It's not just car sized. It's monster it's, truck it's sized. It's a full monster truck. He's driving Gravedigger. Yeah. And they're on like the eighth floor or something. So uh, he picks up his. Oh, a shoe that was left behind, Cinderella style, with a cattle trop in it. Meaning that his clothes transform as well, which I guess we already knew. But, but, but the implication I thought, there being is that he, he's going to have to, like, we're going to have to see what shoe this car fit. What, what car this shoe fits, right? Find a car with a missing wheel. Yeah, and so he makes the most logical conclusion in the world, knowing that there were people walking around in this, there was somebody driving the car, knowing that there were cattle trops dropped, he sees a shoe with the cattle trop in it, and he's like Can the boy in the car be one? Could the boy in the car be one? <laughs> the sane, rational villain of the show To his Shut credit, the fuck he's up. right Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! That's he not, you don't do correct. that No! <laughs> Technically, that's they wrote it that way. <laughs> and are you not written the way you are by God, Morgan? Not if I have anything to say about it. No, what, what, my, the thing with that, with the cattle trucks, the spikes popping his tires, to me, what that implied was that when he was going to turn back into a man, he was going to look like Jesus off the cross. He was going to have <laughs> just spikes through his hands and feet. He'd have the stigmata of Christ. Yeah. That, that's limbs. where that's where I thought we were going for a second there. But you know no, what's fucked just up? That Christ gets, his, Christ gets his own word for wounds. Nobody else gets stigmatas. They just get spikes in the hands. But Christ when Jesus gets it, it's stigmata. Well, he's God's baby boy. God's favorite child. Yeah, he gets everything he wants. He was a hippie. Well, God's second favorite child. God's first favorite child, as we all know, is Dark Side Phil. And, oh God, and that's that's the that's also the episode. The way we're describing this sounds insane because it feels like the things that happen in episode to episode can't possibly be happening in the same three episodes, but they do. I assure you. So, uh, uh, Inspector Claw, whatever the fuck, uh, the Dark Rider, he gets to determine this is the shoe of a car man kid, and in order to in in order to find Turbo Teen, he goes to a, a French scientist in town who is currently working on proving or disproving evolution. I can't tell which. He, so he's like, he's like, oh, I'm working on a serum, as all scientists are. His specific serum is is going to revert animals to their most primal state. What the fuck does that mean? That that is such a wide net to cast. That could mean so many different things. And he has a large variety of animals in his in his uh in yes. the cages around him. The only way we see this play out is that uh, Dark Rider steals serum, gives it to some dogs, and the dogs turn back into wolves, or they just go more primal in instinct. I guess. So, like, I I thought it'd be funny. That if he was, I'm making a devolution uh, serum so that if, if the serum works, it'll, it'll evolve them backwards into their least evolved state. Meaning that if it doesn't work, evolution isn't real. And, and I've disproven Darwinism. QED. And explain so, that science bitch. <laughs> science bitch. So he, so Dark Rider steals this. He gets, he's, he, Get some dogs, turns them into wolves. I don't know why he needed them to be wolves to track down Brett, but sure, whatever. 
Because now they're dark riders, bro. They were just normal dogs before, but now they're cool, dark dogs. Wasn't the episode named like He's the too Wolves goth of to be hanging around? Uh, yeah. He's too goth to be hanging around. Oh, yeah, it was called Wolves of, Wolves of Doom. And I'm like, that's the most like alt right, like uh, Proud Boy offshoot, like club name I've ever heard in my life was the Wolves of Doom. See, to me, that's, Dark Rider and that's the Wolves on of a Doom. Leather, that's on a leather denim, like sleeveless jacket for sure, somewhere. See, to me, and this is probably just indicative of the content I consume, to me, that's a podcast. It's like, what's up? What's up, everyone? This is Dark Rider, and you're all my Wolves of Doom, and we're going to storm the Capitol or some bullshit. This is the Wolves of Doom, and today we're investing in crypto. <laughs> today, you can buy my, my, my brand name jerky for the apocalypse incoming. So they, they, find, they find Brett, and then he, he gives him like a triple dose of serum. To, to further wolfenize them? In, in this episode, this is a rusty, heavy episode. Rusty's been rusty. serumed. He's all hopped up on serum. You love that quote. It's a good quote <laughs> from Venture Bros. Um, and so Dark Rider gets Brett Matthews and chains him up and interrogates him, but he's just straight up like, yo, kid, are you a fucking car? And Brett's like, no. And Dark Rider's like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. How can I break this child? Damn. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't account for this. I didn't think he, I didn't expect that answer. I didn't, I didn't know. I don't know what to go for. I planned this far ahead. And in order to. I was 200% <laughs> sure he'd go, yes, I'm a car. And, <laughs> and so in order to save Brett, his friends, Alex and Patty, get their car and then put a, a cardboard cutout of Turbo Teen in front of their car to which Dark Rider sees and he goes, I can't believe I was wrong about this child who is a car. I he cannot believe says, that. He literally says, and we'll see if Jesse can find the clip. It can't be. I, I was wrong. Told you. But he literally says something like, no, I was wrong. <laughs> something to that effect. Man, man who is for the first time ever presented with his own mortality. I, I, I fear the day that I find out I'm wrong, but um, up it until now, that's yet. yeah, up until now, it's just a <laughs> there's not documented footage of it anywhere. Nope, not if you watch all the episodes of the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast or our not once. our pet show, The On Air Butts. Not even if you pay five dollars to go on our Patreon and listen to all the the uh unseen footage. Yeah. No, we don't have a Patreon. Moore is definitely not wrong in the things he texts me today, worrying about the things that he verbalizes without thinking first. Listen, listen, Nirvana's overrated. That's all I'm saying. That's not what you that's a more defendable position, I feel. Yes, absolutely. I don't want to say what I say. Because I understood as soon as I thought, I was like, wow, that can't get out. But you know what? I'm actually proud of you that you realize that it's wrong. You realize, oh, that's that's something I shouldn't say. Um, He said Kurt Cobain deserved it. So, no! <laughs> oh, God. What else happens? There's the, there's the Mayan voodoo in that one episode that you got real hung up about a very specific sequence in where a light had to shine through a bird statue to highlight a snake so they could open oh, yeah. a, there's a like, passageway. There, there's like, they were looking for three symbols and all, and all three, they're like, how do we, we can't find the doorway until we find all three symbols. And uh, in all three symbols were in the same room and it was just a light that shined through one symbol directly across to another sim to the final symbol. But they were in a straight line anyway, so the the middle symbol didn't matter at all. It didn't mean a thing. I, to me, I read it as a true Avatar fan. I read it like the summer solstice, right? Where yeah, yeah, that's, that light's gonna shine in a bunch of different places, but it has to hit Roku's forehead specifically. And then, then you don't even need that. That then you don't even need that sign to begin with. The, the light's gonna shine through there anyways. You, the the it's literally a light from on high, pointing you directly where the door is without any symbols. I, I, I posit that there were maybe more symbols. <laughs> now, I'm doing more work than the show did. I, I will, I will grant you that. In my head canon, there were actually seven symbols that they just had to cut out of the episode. 
Yeah, and I was also there, and I was everyone's best friend. I was the main character. And also in this one episode with the Mayan symbols, the villain had a mask on, and we didn't even realize it because it was just like a normal person's face with just, just some like makeup. He just looked like a dude with like some wrestler makeup, right? And so at the end, so at the end of it, they unmask him. I'm like, what the fuck? Not only it was do they unmask guy. him, they go, I was Drew Madibadu the whole time. And Morgan He and I wasn't both even like, in the episode. Yeah, he wasn't, there wasn't a guy in the episode. Morgan and I were both they can't like, just add a character. It could have just spin the, the villain the whole time. Who the, who the fuck is that guy? Are we supposed to, is this a twist? Is it, uh, maybe I'm steel manning this it, as hard as physically possible. Maybe he was a character in an early episode. Oh, fuck. It, Osama Bin Laden was Kevin the whole time. All right. From Ed and Eddie? <laughs> No, just some guy, Kevin. That would be too much meaning <laughs> to convey my point. The it's this. I don't know if this show expects more of the viewer or less of the viewer by the end of watching three episodes. Because I try giving it more, and it rejects my ability to give it more. But I try giving it less, and it shows me horrors. So in a way, and that's this why we're giving this pick. only a, a nine out of ten. It's a 9 out of 10 from me. From IGN. It's like the Hogwarts Legacy Review. Where it's like everything about this sucks. It's problematic to even buy it. It's, it's like games performed bad. But we're giving it Are a 9 out of 10. Are there battle passes? Is there battle passes? I don't there's think gotta so. Be pay, there's got to be pay to win passes. I don't think there's a pay to win thing. Is there's like console wacky? exclusive DLC, which is kind of wacky. But I don't how, could a truly, how could you truly... How could you truly... Be a video uh, game? Kin kin slytherin if you're not paying to win kin slytherin don't get hung up on that i made a good point those are the words that were chosen to make the point. how could you truly how could you truly identify slytherin if you're not paying to win in the game no i understand i understand the point i don't know if all slytherin are rich i think that might be draco and his fucking shithead family Morgan, what's your take on the Hogwarts Legacy <laughs> debate? Um, or, or do you, or are you I'm off the so, internet sometimes? I'm, I, I mean, I don't care about. Listen, Harry Potter is one of those things that people assume I either hate with a burning passion or love, like right off the bat, right? Like because I'm a nerd. Um, I don't give two shits from Sunday either way. Like for real, I, I like in in the and and I'm Jewish, so people are like, oh, doesn't it burn you up inside that Gringotts is like super Jew coded and like that it's super racist against you. It's like, no, it's like, uh, to me, it's like comically funny for that. Like, this is that, this is the route they take to be racist. Like, oh, let's make them like Jewish trolls. It's like the, the, the cartoonish way that, um, that Hogwarts is problematic is hilarious to me. I know I recognize it's probably problematic, but it's, it's, it's in such like a lazily problematic way that it's funny to me. <laughs> well, you're also a horrible person. Absolutely. I don't, I'm not saying people are wrong for being offended by it. I'm saying to me, <laughs> to have a bunch of Jewish trolls, Jewish goblins counting money all day, and that's their entirety of their character from beginning to end, is funny to me. <laughs> not to mention the single, the single goblin who they befriend later in one of the movies who immediately betrays them the first chance he gets for money. That's, such lazy anti-Semitism. It's hilarious to me. <laughs> it's it's just like it's, this is your good writer. Can't even think of a good way to hate Jews. Are you kidding me? I feel like that that idea of people expect me to have an opinion on this was me with The Walking Dead for the longest time. The, like, I, I'm also I'm also like that with The Walking Dead. I don't care about The Walking Dead. No, I never watched it. And everyone in my life, they would be like, oh, this is a nerd thing. This comes from comics. This is like nerds are into this. How do you think about it? Yeah. And I go, I, just, I don't know. I never watched it. I, I, assume, I didn't watch it, but I played the video game. The video game is very I, good. I assume if I watched Harry Potter all the way through, I would enjoy it. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't feel much strong one way or the other about Lord of the Rings. I watched Lord of the Rings, and Lord of the Rings is phenomenal. Wait, did you watch three hours of Lord of the Rings or 12 hours of Lord of the Rings? Actually, 12 hours. Oh, God. Okay. No, I didn't watch The Hobbits. I just That's watched like the, 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 full ex, the full extendeds of all the Lord, Lord of the Rings. The full no one rings. will ever I was, ask you to I watch was, The Hobbit. I was shown by a guy who likes Lord of the Rings. It's is the answer to that. And and he did not show you the what is that to say? Yeah. Yeah, I did not pilot my own journey to Middle-earth. 
It was mapped out for me. So Turbo Team is pretty good. It was it was it was a fun little really. Run. No, it's terrible. He's and uh, lie they're, they're, the I'm I'm hoping to share gifts because they're so fucking funny. The transformations. Oh, it's really upsetting, and it's 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 the, the transformations are like a little different every time too. The theme song sucks too. I don't even remember the theme sucks. song. I know because like it, it, it sucks because like that that should be the thing about eighty shows that that they should deliver at least is have awesome theme songs. Yeah, if like, I can't watch like a Justin. twenty minute Mother's Silver Basement Hawks. about every eighties theme, then why? What is what's the point? Exactly. Hey Jesse, Silverhawks had a good theme. Where where could they find us? King Arthur, that's just as a great fucking theme. Holy shit, did I have a good theme? You could find us. Sign more comics or at Japer, you know, or you can find the show at SMCB underscore show. Once again, thank you to uh, at Big Pointer Seven for recommending us a thing to watch in spite of it being once again awful, just awful. And, but for some reason, the episodes seven, do well. Big Pointer Seven, if you've got another suggestion, go fuck yourself for real, my man. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're just we're getting bombarded with fucking garbage from our fans. This is, Fucking farming artist wants us to watch Pac-Man. Recommend. All right, here's the thing. Recommend five things, but make one of them good and make us search for it. Make us work for it. Russian roulette. Yeah. Recommendations. All right. Uh, Listen to other episodes of wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to like, give us five stars. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to recommend things to us. Please. I beg. I don't even need... I I don't need it to be good. I need it to be entertaining. Okay, that's the difference. I'm, right. not asking, I'm, I'm not saying recommend us Avatar. I'm not saying recommend us fucking Star Wars Clone Wars. But, like, give me something to work. Give give me content. Give I've me something I'll remember. Give I've, me a scribble. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to ask. Morgan, why is Turbo T not a scribble of bimble? Oh, yeah. He is not cute and marketable enough, dude. He, he, he You can't punt him. <laughs> it, it, it a, you should be able to, like, you should be able to kick a scribble bimble, I think, at least six feet. Okay. Like, like Mario, I feel like like a little Mario guy, you could kick him like six feet. Right. Kirby, Rubik's you could punt a football field. To, yeah, you could kick them measurable. Uh, I I feel like puntability is the huge factor in Scrimblo Bimblosity. The, the Mr. Meaty puppets, you could punt pretty good. They're not, they're not Scrimblos either. Oh, well, then we got we got buckled down on this definition. Then. All right. Fine. Webster. All right, that's we, it. I'm done. We have I'm to done. A, no. We have to A, have a different definition, and B, come up with a separate thing for what Turbo Teen is. Because I know it's something, but I don't know what. It's a genre of character, but I can't name it yet. What does Captain Falcon fall under? Captain like, Falcon? Like a hu- Chad. Like a, Chad? No, what's a, what's the fighter guy the term? Oh, what's Fighty it? McPunchalot or whatever? Yeah, no, what is it? There's a term for it, right? Um, Like... Hold on, I'm just looking up Smash Scrimblow chart. <laughs> Where's the triangle? How do you fit 90 characters on that triangle? You try really hard. Alright, find out next time if Turbo Teen's a Scrimblow Bimblow. Bye, everybody. I'm stopping. Scrimblow recording. episode. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>